0: In your book, you had much different things to say about Donald Trump than you're saying here tonight. That's not true. Oh, it is very true. That's not true. It's very true. I read it, and I know— there's a difference between bad behavior and illegal behavior, Chris. And you, as a prosecutor, should know better. Yeah, you know what? I know a lot better. There's a difference between bad behavior. I know a lot better than you do. You've never done it like you've never done anything to try to advance the interests of this government except to put yourself forward as a candidate tonight.
1: So that was former New Jersey governor, now Republican presidential hopeful Chris Christie going after tech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy during the debate last night. But Vivek was not the only candidate Christie took on. Here you go.
0: Here's the bottom line. Someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay? Now, and now whether or not whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong. The conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. And and, you know, this is the great thing about this country. Booing is allowed, but it doesn't change the truth.
1: It doesn't change the truth. Mr., Armstrong, you raise your. Hand. Joining us now is the former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Good morning, Governor. Great to have you. Let's start out with your best moment. What was your best moment last night?
0: Telling the truth about Donald Trump. I mean, look, you know if you're unwilling to conf- if you're willing to confront him when he's not there, how the heck are you going to be willing to confront him when he is? And I'm proud of the fact that I was the only one last night who was willing to do it repeatedly and directly, because the truth does matter. And what also matters is being able to say to folks, look, whatever you believe about the weaponization of DOJ or whether you agree or disagree with the criminal charges, Mm -hmm. do we really believe that this is normal behavior? Do we really think that this is what we want as a role model for our children and grandchildren? The clear answer is no.
1: Why do you think that was your best moment to get Republican primary voters to vote for you when you had really loud boos every time you did that?
0: Well, because not every Republican primary voter in America was in the arena. (laughs) Um, And because you can't be looking to play to the grandstand, Poppy. What I was doing was talking to the people, the tens of millions of people who were watching um, Mm -hmm. in their living rooms in their family rooms at home.
1: Let me And
0: play. the fact is, if you're not gonna talk about that, then, then, then why bother so, running? So you should just concede the race to Donald Trump, which is what a lot of those people did on the stage last night.
1: Governor, let me play for you what one woman watching in a focus group with our colleague said as she was watching you.
0: Tell me why you didn't like what
1: Chris Christie had to say. He was just argumentative, pretty much, and um, out after Trump. You don't revenge. think there's any logic to what he said, though? I think it was a lot of revenge. To a voter in Iowa, what do you say to people like that?
0: I'd say, like, once again, um, am I out after Trump? Uh, I am out to beat Donald Trump, and because I think he deserves to be beaten. And, and I make no apologies for going out and making the argument against him and the argument for the Constitution. I would say to her, if she were standing in front of me right now, do you love the Constitution and do you care about it? And is it matter to you that a guy who you know took the oath to preserve, protect, and mm-hmm. defend the Constitution and said, said he wanted to suspend it to keep himself in power? Um, I'm sorry, you don't back off from making that argument. The country is bigger than any one man and certainly better than, bigger than mm-hmm. any one person's opinion in a CNN focus group.
1: Governor, what do you think your weakest moment was?
0: I think the weakest moment for for me was the weakest moment for everybody, Poppy, which was that that stage was completely out of control. Um, And I'm disappointed um, that the moderators didn't play a stronger hand um, in controlling what was going on. There were a couple of folks on stage last night who felt they could go over time every time, um, that they could interrupt and had a right to speak on every issue and that's where the moderators oh. have to say all no right. and shut them down that- and that didn't that, that didn't happen and so what it led to was what it led to was there being no sense of control or focus yeah. on the debate during large okay. portions of it.
1: I asked your your weakness but I don't think you're going to answer that. You did get the second most talk time, I'll just say that. But I do want to let you answer a question on abortion because almost all the other candidates got to weigh in on this last night and you didn't. And I'd like you to clarify for the voters right now What would you have said last night if you were asked directly about whether you would sign and support a federal ban on abortion? You used to support a 20-week ban.
0: Yeah, what I've... What I've said, uh, Poppy, and I did not support a 20-week ban, that's incorrect. Um, What I've said all along was that I think each and every one of the states and its citizens should make this decision. That for 50 years we've argued Roe versus Wade in the federal scheme was not the right way to go, that this belonged in the states, and that the states should be able, through their citizens, to make the decision that they want regarding how abortion should be regulated in each and every one of the particular states. And if, in fact, um, at one point, after all 50 states have weighed in, there's an obvious national consensus, I would support an obvious national consensus, but we are far, far from that, and I don't think we should short-circuit the process of letting all the citizens of all the states weigh in. It's the first time they've had opportunity to do that in over 50 years, and I would not cut short that process.
1: Is, is Vivek Ramaswamy the future of the Republican Party? No. Okay. No. Why is he polling higher? I mean, You spent a lot I'm of last... time going, sorry to step on you, there's a little delay. I ask because you spent a lot of time going after him last night, and he is polling higher than you.
0: I I responded to him twice when he came after me. Um, And so I don't think I spent a whole lot of time on that, Poppy. Um, He came after me, so I'm going to respond. And by the way, he's not polling higher than me in New Hampshire, where I'm at 14% and in second place. And that's why these national polls are so silly. We don't have a national primary, as you know. Uh, And I'm really happy about the fact that I'm at a clear second place now five points ahead of Ron uh, DeSantis and three points ahead of Vivek Ramaswamy uh, in New Hampshire. And that's where this is gonna matter in the early states, that's gonna set it up. So the national polls are silliness, unless we decide to have a national primary, which is not what we're doing in this race. So, uh, you know, I am no more concerned about Vivek Ramaswamy than I am about anybody else in the race. And last Mm -hmm. night, he just decided that he was going to try to talk as much as he possibly could and insult everybody on the stage. Um, this is a guy who's barely ever voted. And now he wants to insult all of us who have been giving to the public, been in public life for decades, uh, sacrificing to try to make this a better country, um, while he's been sitting on the sidelines pouting and not voting or participating in the process. So, you-, you know, no, I don't think that's the future of our party. I think it's for the people who participate.
1: Earlier this week, you said you thought Trump would debate in the third debate, that he would see the first one, and then he'd see the one on September 27th, and you said he's going to get pretty damaged in the first two by not being there. After seeing what played out last night, do you still think that he shows up for the third one?
0: I do, yes.
1: Are you looking forward to that?
0: I'm looking forward to every one of these. Anytime you have an opportunity to be on the stage and lay out what you believe for the American people, um, it's a great opportunity. And I'll also say to you that it didn't matter to me last night in the end that he wasn't there because I continued to say the very same things I've been saying on your airwaves Mm -hmm. and lots of others about Donald Trump last night. Character matters, the truth matters, and that his conduct is below, well below, what we should expect from a president of the United States. And so I believed that before last night, I believe it afterwards. uh, And I'm not gonna continue um, in this race without saying those things. And I'm proud to be able to do that last night and give voice to tens of millions of people in this country, if not hundreds of millions of people, who believe we can do better than Joe Biden and uh, Donald Trump.
1: We will see you again, I'm sure before, but we'll see you on the debate stage on September 27th. Governor Chris Christie, thanks very much for the time this morning.